Hi there, today on Typical Books, it is a little bit of a reading haul, I suppose. I've got a lot of books that I've come across the past little while and haven't been reading a heck of a lot, but I'm sure you can commiserate because it is summer and I'm sure aside from beach reads or whatever us horror fans do, crypt reads, I don't know, we're probably all taking a bit of a break. I remember seeing Juan from Plagued by Visions talk about not having read recently and asking for uh, recommendations. So I had tossed one in there, which is going to be on the list and another book by that particular author. We'll start off with a bunch of books that I got that I haven't talked about that I forgot to talk about that came from Juan. He was doing a lot of auctions, getting rid of a lot of books. I guess, what do you call that? Uh, like the opposite of a haul, an unhaul. He was unhauling a lot of stuff and it was fundraising and I really enjoy Jack Ketchum and I know that Juan does too, but now I enjoy Juan's Jack Ketchums and it came with a wonderful little list and it came with a wonderful little thank you note and a little illustration of a happy face. So I have some original uh, artwork from Plagued by Visions now. So yes, eat your heart out. But yeah, I had two of these already, but I just bought the lot as it was because I wasn't going to be picky and be like, oh, I already own this one and that one. And can you split them? No, no, no. I just bought the chunk of Jack Ketchum. So pretty happy about that. I'm going to have to do an unhaul of my own. But now I've got these lovely tomes. One I've never read, Jack Ketchum cover. One I really like, Jack Ketchum Joyride. A cover that you probably don't recognize because it's not the skeletal cheerleader cover of Girl Next Door. And this is a book that, uh, you know, I, I enjoy, but it's tough to enjoy the Girl Next Door, isn't it? Jack Ketchum off season and off spring as well. And yeah, these are just wonderful classics. She Wakes, which Mikhail had talked about at Michael's Grimm Reads. I really interested to read this because it is one of the few Easter horror books and it takes place in Greece. So I get to take a little bit of a sightseeing tour of the world, which I really love fiction for. Nonfiction really is where to turn for real armchair travel, but I've learned a lot in my time as a horror fan. Wonderful collection of Jack Ketchum stuff. Thank you again, Juan. And if you haven't checked out his channel at Plagued by Visions, go and take a look. And then just quick, what I'm reading right now, Darkness on the Edge of Town. And this is wonderful. I don't know if this really takes place in summer. I think it does like early summer maybe, but it is like a summer read. Like we have had a few power outages. Forgive me if there's like weird lighting because we are going to have like lightning and it's really dark outside. So the light might change here and there. We've had power outages and a horrible storm running kind of all day today. And this reminds me quite a lot of summer power outages. It's a thing here in Ottawa. We're having, see there goes lightning right now. We're having really weird weather and a lot of hail and a lot of off again, on again storm action because we do typically get that, but it seems really pronounced right now. Wonderful thunder goes along with the theme of my show. I will only venture to guess that this takes place in the winter. You know, Nesbo's The Snowman was one of my favorite Norwegian thrillers. And we started with one of the first Harry Hole books, which I'd not read. Very interested in this. So this will be what I read after Darkness on the Edge of Town. And then I don't know what, because my uh, reading list has been very mood driven, which is not like me at all. But hey, that's what's happening. 
when I went back home to visit and visited uh, Allison the Bookman, one of my favorite bookstores ever, I picked up quite a few books. One of them, Night Howl by Andrew Niederman, one I'd not heard of. And there's a lot by the author of Pen. And I guess what picked up some of the V.C. Andrews stuff after in the pen name or ghostwriting, uh, I'd not heard of Night Howl. Quite interested in this dog horror. On that same trip, I picked up some Nature Horror, The Nature of Balance by Tim Levin. I talked about this on a podcast when talking about some of the eco-horror and the roots of eco-horror, no pun intended. This was one of the uh, earlier eco-horror books, aside from the runes, of course, which seemed to really start it all. Then always looking to add to my Charles Grant, because I haven't read a lot of Charles Grant, and this is Chariot. Uh, the pet or pet was one that I'd read before about a horse, a ghost horse, and this has like a ghost horse skull on it. So I don't know if that's a theme, but Chariot is one I'll be reading soon. Ellen Rimbar, My Life at Rose Red uh, has to do with Stephen King's works and someone else was reading this recently. I forget where I saw somebody had picked this up. So when I saw it, I thought, hey, you know what? It's something I've always meant to pick up. Here we are. And then adding to my Ira Levin collection, because even though Son of Rosemary is the only slam video on my whole channel and a very popular video too, because a lot of people have a lot to say about that book or have been told to avoid it and want to know why. The Boys from Brazil, though, totally different story. And of course, Rosemary's Baby, right up there with other Ira Levin books I love. Well, the, one of the number one. I like Stepford Wives better, but yes. A good old vintage copy. It's a beautiful copy, actually. And Boys from Brazil, I'd never read. So, hey, here we are. Speaking of really old, awesome authors that I love, Hans Holzer, The Amityville Curse. I think this is the third in the Amityville series that he had been writing back in the day. And he was one of the first uh, ghost hunters that went to there and investigated the house for real, for real, but then wrote some fiction. And this is maybe the worst. This is really, oh, it's not good. It is not good. And it's really insensitive to indigenous peoples in a lot of ways. Uh, although at the start of the uh, Native American mystic part, I thought it was kind of well done and really cool and respectful and stuff. But then it just went off the rails like most 80s horror does. And it's an Amityville book, so what do you expect? But I had fun reading it. Wasn't good, but I had fun. Love Hans Holzer. I'll always read anything he writes, even if it's pulpy. This would have been perfect for a Garbagist. So maybe, maybe I'll pretend I just finished reading it, right? And it's Garbagist. Not to be outdone with all the Ira Levin I found there, I found this nice hard cover of A Kiss Before Dying, and it looks like brand stinking new. A really gorgeous copy. It must be a reprint. I'm going to find out right now. Copyright 1953 by Ira Levin, renewed in 1981. And this printing appears to be 1981, Simon and Schuster. I mean, it's a really gorgeous cover. I don't know if it did have a dust jacket, but I'll get these stickers off and then we'll be good to go. And in the used piles, a Tim Wagoner book, which I don't see a lot of used, uh, The Mouth of the Dark, one I've never really heard of. It's a Flame Tree Press book, so it's not really that old. Uh, very, very pleased to see it out there and I picked that up immediately. Any other authors out there that have not listened to Tim Wagoner talk about writing, tune into his channel here on YouTube. 
really good writing tips. He's really great to listen to talking about writing. And he's one of the people who writes the writing books about writing that are really, really helpful and useful. I just think he's a great guy all around. So I'm making a point to read more of his stuff. Speaking of a great author that I want to read more of, I've got some now vintage Samantha Kolesnik stuff, Lonesome Haunts Bellis Station. And yes, I'll be collecting some of those. Very pleased to have that in my collection. And of course, some of the stuff that I read recently that I would rave about, I'm going to do separate videos on these books. First will be Wasps and the Ice Cream, and the book I don't have down here with me that I should is Lure by Tim McGregor, and I absolutely loved it. Wasps and the Ice Cream, though, is a summer classic. This is a fairly thin tome, and I'll get to the Nicole Wilson book in a second, but this is my new summer read. This is what I will be reading. Halloween Tree happens in the fall. This will be happening in the summer. And I actually would have to say Daniel Krauss' uh, Blood Sugar will be happening in the fall too because it's just so out there. But this is just a nice cozy, this is right up there with Ray Bradbury to me. And Stephen King definitely as far as coming of age. But it's got this Adams Family vibe and a more modern spin that I really enjoy. And I had a lot of fun talking with Tim at StokerCon and at HWA meetings. I'm looking forward to seeing more of his work and more of him. So yes, I'll be doing a review of this coming up soon to add to your summer reading, of course. And then as for my next standalone review, uh, it'll be a little shorter because the book is a little shorter, but I love this nevertheless. You know how much I like Tide Pool by Nicole Wilson? You know how much I like Nicole Wilson? This was a fantastic, fantastic novella and it's writing done right and I've been very lucky to have read a lot of stuff recently between Tim McGregor's work this as well and Brian Keane's The Darkness on the Edge of Town amazing work that I've been reading lately whether it's old or new brand spanking new I've really been enjoying the stuff that I'm reading and I think that that owes to the mood reading that I've been doing I do have a few books that are in the hopper, so to speak, a lot of new releases that I've been asked to read. So I'm going to check out the synopsis and see what I think, but I'm really being driven by mood reading. How about you? If there's anything that you have already read here, or if there's anything that piques your mood or fits the mood that you're reading in right now, definitely let me know. Even though I've been really picky in my reading lately, I'm always interested to know what you think I ought to check out. So thank you very much for watching and have an ooky spooky day.